And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Mark D. Battista. Today, St. John takes us on a journey into what true spiritual sight consists of. As so often happens with the Gospel writers, the lesson that comes out is not what we might have expected. This event took place outside the temple from where Jesus had just departed. The Pool of Siloam was nearby. It was customary around the time of Jesus to associate those with a disability, whether from birth or during one's life, as somehow being the result of sin. The law taught that people should be kind to the lame, the blind and the poor, but this was not always the case. However, Jesus sets the record straight about disability and its origin, thus setting the stage for what was about to unfold. Moreover, the man remains anonymous throughout the episode perhaps because he is symbolic of all those who come to spiritual sight in Jesus. The making of a poultice with spittle was seen in some Gentile areas as a form of medical treatment. But for the majority in Jewish culture, it would have been vulgar and therefore the man would have felt uncomfortable to undergo the treatment. According to the prevailing interpretation of the law, the making of a mud poultice on the Sabbath would have been viewed as work and thus breaking the Sabbath rest, whereas sending someone to wash had clear spiritual allusion to Naaman, or perhaps to the washing of purification common amongst the Jews. The interrogation begins when his neighbours and some previous onlookers from his begging days disagree on whether it was the actual man born blind or just someone who looks like him. The man himself settles the dispute. The key word over the next 22 verses is knowledge, because those who are supposedly knowledgeable of the law, the Pharisees, are shown to be ignorant. And the one who is supposedly ignorant of the law, the man formerly blind, is shown to be knowledgeable. The word is used 10 times. Not surprisingly, however, the people are more interested in how it happened rather than in the fact that it happened, and so give praise to God. The Pharisees, on the other hand, are the supposed bearers of knowledge. So the man is brought to them to verify the wondrous act that had taken place. Yet, even after seeing for themselves, they do not wish to accept the reality, because they do not wish to believe. So they send for the man's parents to testify and ask them the same question. Once again, however, the supposed bearers of knowledge are still ignorant because they do not wish to believe. Belief is ultimately a decision. They treat the man harshly and unjustly, even though the Pharisees had a scrupulous set of rules for questioning and cross-examining a witness when establishing the truth in a dispute. The treatment of the man violates Pharisaic ethical teaching when their prejudice about his sinful state as a man born blind comes to the fore and he is eventually expelled from the temple and presumably from the religious community. St. John shows that faith in Jesus is the key to true knowledge of the law. It is a decision. This is demonstrated by the man's fullness of faith, which leads him to an act of worship, something reserved to God alone. By contrast, the prejudice, insincerity and refusal to believe demonstrated by the Pharisees result in an ever-deepening blindness which elicits a final judgment from Jesus that their guilt remains. True spiritual sight consists of faith in Jesus.